thank you for joining me here at the Professor Notes. Grab a drink and sit down and let's have a chat. And when we're done, feel free to join me over at theprofessornotes.com and let me know what you thought of today's conversation. This is the second podcast from PodCamp Pittsburgh 2. This one's with Justin Kanaki, a driving force not only behind PodCamp Pittsburgh, but also behind Something to be Desired, an online video soap opera coming out of Pittsburgh at stbd.tv. Now let's listen to Justin and myself have our chat. I'm sitting here with Justin Kanaki, who is one of the major instigators here at PodCamp and PodCamp 2 in Pittsburgh. Uh, So what got you started with PodCamp? Uh, the need to instigate. Uh, <laughs> boy, you know, that sounds like a joke, but it's actually not. Uh, when I came back from the original PodCamp in Boston, the main thing that was on our minds was uh, the founders there had said, if you really like talking to other folks who are creating social media, see if this idea for a, uh, a large unconference will work in your neck of the woods. So uh, realizing that Pittsburgh is really strong in the blogging end of things, we thought, well, can we take a lot of these bloggers and start to train them on how to use audio and video a lot more? And while we, st- we started off with that mindset of, of getting people involved in wider swaths of new media, uh, the funny thing is, we, it turns out there's actually a lot of podcasters here in town, too. And when they all showed up, they didn't know that each other existed. So it was one of those, like, wow, we're not really alone. So it worked out really well. Yeah, I've been amazed at the size of the community. As, as my listeners will know, I don't live here in Pittsburgh. My yeah. son and I are coming from Harrisburg now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just a, a great welcoming community. And Pittsburgh's a nice, uh, it's a comfortable town. We have heard that. I mean, we, we Pittsburgh's a blue-collar town. It's very much a what you see is what you get. You know, We tend to be pretty friendly. And uh, we've had folks come in from New York and uh, Philadelphia and Boston who've all loved the experience here. So Pittsburgh, uh, you know, we're, we're a friendly destination. Yeah, I was watching this online video series and before we got here, and I watched the first ever episode, pilot episode of this thing, and there's a line in there that said, I forgot how small a city Pittsburgh was. <laughs> and, and I'm not sure if it was meant as a positive or a negative in that segment, but it made me feel like it was going to be okay, that we were going to a, a, a big city with a small-town feel. It really is. I mean, Pittsburgh has a ballpark of about, uh, I think, 3 million people in the, in the surrounding area. But uh, it's very neighborhood-based. Uh, that's, that's really part of the fabric of Pittsburgh's history is lots of the immigrants who came in here to work in the steel mills would settle into very specified uh, geographic areas where you had the Italian section, you had the Polish section. I mean, it was like that in uh, you know New York hundreds of years ago. It was like that more recently in Pittsburgh with the industrial boom here with the steel mills. And then suddenly, uh, that kind of neighborhood mentality never never really left. Even though we're all, you know, we've migrated all around the area and so forth. You still know when you're in Bloomfield, you can expect it's the little Italy of of Pittsburgh. Like that mentality is held over. So uh, we we're proud. And we talk about it a lot. We're the third most blogged about city in the nation. So either we love ourselves a whole lot or somebody else loves us. So. A little bit of both. And in fact, that, uh, that show I was talking about, what is the name of that? That, that show is uh, <laughs> Something to be Desired, which is the... No, seriously. I mean, it's, it's pretty good. It's Well, you know, uh, no, we've been producing this show, Something to be Desired, here in Pittsburgh since 2003. So we're heading into our fifth season right now in September. It's a brand new 10-minute uh, uh, web sitcom episode every week. <laughs> that we've usually wow. written and filmed the previous week. so That's pretty impressive. And it's generally about, uh, is it still about a radio station? I mean, that's how you started out. I haven't made it past the pilot. <laughs> that's, well, yeah, yeah, I've got four years and several hundred episodes to go through. Um, it started one, one out, night, you know, when I'm tired. I, right. Or not uh, tired or whatever. Or, yeah, hopefully not, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, the show started out about a group of DJs at a struggling radio station. That was, that was the conceit of the show when we began. Uh, and over time, it's evolved because... Uh, 
the more actors who came around and wanted to become involved in the show, the more we realized, well, they couldn't all potentially, you know, they couldn't all possibly work at the exact same place. So you start to build out that world, and now it's not just about the radio station, now it's about the cafe, now it's about other, other folks' jobs, other folks' offices, to the point where right now the radio station is actually cycled totally out of the show. We are now just about what it's like to live life after college in Pittsburgh. So the folks who relate to that are the folks who are anywhere from the ages of uh, 20 to 40 and remember what that time of life was like. So it's kind of a grassroots friends in Pittsburgh. It is, uh, and I wish I could say that we, you know, we're a little more diverse in our cast. That's that's one other thing we've noticed. Uh, friends, you had six white folks in uh, New York for 10 years. <laughs> Here in Pittsburgh, uh, we have a uh, cast of about 25, and unfortunately, very few folks of color have joined the uh, have joined the show. So that's one of the next things you want to do is play up the fact that Pittsburgh actually is a diverse city. It's just that who's answering the casting calls right now? That's who we get to cast. So, uh, but we have a pretty wide variety of folks within that that age range and. Uh, Characters that are either at the beginning or the end of careers, characters who are either beginning relationships or horribly ending relationships. And the great thing about it is no matter where you are or how old you are, or if you've ever even been to Pittsburgh, you can relate to that rudderlessness that comes after college if you don't start a job and stay with it for the rest of your life. It's the whole, you know, there is no syllabus. What am I supposed to do next? So that's what all these characters are trying to figure out is what really matters now. Well, where, where can the listeners find out about uh, Something to be Desired? Uh, well, it's at somethingtobedesired.com, and if that's too long to type in, it's also at stbd.tv. Okay, so I'll put both of those as links up on the podcast. Great. Uh, so in addition to that, I'm assuming that's not your full-time job, or is it? That, uh, that and building PodCamp, too. Yeah, uh, Something to be Desired and PodCamp are each full-time unpaying jobs. Uh, something <laughs> to be Desired is... Uh, on its way to becoming a successful business. As of right now, it's a successful creative outlet. Uh, But what I actually do uh, for a living is I do uh, freelance video, freelance audio, uh, consulting for uh, social media with companies large and small, both here in Pittsburgh and in the greater uh, American (laughs) metropolitan area. Uh, And I actually do voiceover. Coast to coast. Yeah, absolutely. It's Justin Kanacki. Yeah, you can tell I was a DJ at one point, can't you? Yeah. And, and uh, I do do uh, voiceover work now as well, and freelance writing. So I'm a jack of all social media trades. How about that? And is there any other site people can go to to learn more about Justin? You know, uh, I do have a blog, and oddly enough, I've learned a lot at PodCamp about how to improve my blog, such as uh, moving it off its current platform. But for right now, my blog is uh, Justin Kaunacki at blogspot.com. I started off with K-O-W-N-A-C-K-I? Correct. Okay. And I update there daily or when I'm sober, which is usually daily. So, If we could just add one more thing here as, as we're heading out of this uh, segment of the podcast. Sure. Uh, you know I'm a professor and I'm doing yes. podcasts with school. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you have to say to either professors that are looking to move into technology like podcasts in your mm-hmm. multimedia world or to students that maybe haven't been exposed to this before? Well, I would say, I mean, the best thing you can do is dive in as a, as a um, not to use the word consumer necessarily, but as an experiencer of social media. I really think a lot of folks hear about it. They think it's something that's only for young tech geeks, that there's nothing really in it for them, so to speak. Uh, then you get in and you realize there are uh, cooking shows out there. There are blogs about different people's lifestyles, different people's musical interests. Uh, there are folks who make things from scratch and share that information with each other. And by that, I mean like, you know, people who make sneakers from scratch and people who like create their own custom, uh, you know, guitars and then, you know, play them and and show you how. So uh, there's a wide variety both of information and entertainment out there. And I think a lot of times we in the medium 
sort of sell ourselves short by thinking, oh, it's something that would only appeal to geeks. It's something that would only appeal to you know, affluent folks with lots of time and money on their hands to create this media. It's cheap. It's, it's actually free to create this media most of the time. So, and it's easy to find it online. There's so many sites out there that aggregate this. So what I would say is get comfortable with the idea that media is now interactive, that your voice matters both as a participant in someone else's media and as a creator of your own media, and then don't be afraid to share it because the whole thing is it's social media. You can't just put something online and let it sit there forever. You've got to go out there and share it with others and get them to interact with it so you guys can create a dialogue rather than a one-way monologue. Well, thank you very much. So it's uh, stbd.com or mm -hmm. something to be desired.com and justinkanaki.blogspot.com. That's me. And if you ever make it out to Harrisburg, feel free to look Matthew and, and myself up. <laughs> uh, we'd love to. I, I guess with the way we've been hanging out, my son and I will take you out for a beer. We can. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I can mention we'll probably be passing, uh, going past Harrisburg next month because there's a pod camp, Philadelphia. And I think we're going to be there. Well, I'll, you can buy me a beer in Philly. We'll do that. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Now come back and join us at theprofessornotes.com. And feel free to leave us a voicemail. Click on the about. You can email me at prof at theprofessornotes.com. Or call us at 1-206-339-4715. Leave a message, tell us what you thought of the podcast, feel free to ask a question, and maybe we'll include you on the next podcast. This has been a From the Kitchen Table production.